EO Audio is a production of the East Oregonian. Visit us at eastoregonian.com or call 1-800-522-0255 to subscribe. Welcome back to another edition of NFL Pickskin Pickers. Tim Trainer, Steve Hill, here for the divisional playoff games. Uh, your Minnesota Vikings making their playoff debut. And uh, a fun slate, finally. I think we got some bad teams out of the way in the wild card games last weekend. And uh, still a few bad teams left, especially in the AFC. But uh, a fun slate of games. Uh, and we're down to our uh, final eight. The Elite Eight. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's go back before we start on this week's games. We'll go back to Wild Card Weekend. We struggled. We were hoping to go eleven and zero, and we lost the first game. Not a good start. We had a Kansas City uh, as big favorites, minus eight and a half. They lost outright to a Tennessee team with a with a second half comeback. Um, Can you believe Tim? Some of the goofball stuff in that game. I mean, it was pretty wild. Marcus throws yeah. a touchdown pass to himself. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, we got a team rolling in the yep. first half at home. Mm-hmm. Kelsey, the tight end, helmet to helmet shot that that really bothered me. No flag. Uh, I'd like your opinion on that. I yeah, mean, I sure didn't they think it was... call him a runner, right. but good good grief, he's going down. We've got another guy tackling him, mm-hmm. and the dude lowers his head down, leads with his head, smacks Kelsey in the helmet. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So he's out of the game, and all of a sudden, uh, Tennessee goes on what a nineteen and zero run to incredible, win the game. incredible comeback on the road. I mean, yeah, you hope hope that's the team, or, you know, the kind of game that sort of cements Mariota's status. Um, he played great in that second half. He was he was below average in the first half because Tennessee was hanging with them, and and we're just you know just. That had that big red zone interception. Like they, they didn't deserve to be as down as much as they were at halftime. Uh, but a great comeback for that team. And I think maybe going back to Jacksonville Buffalo, like I, I, I mean, I think the AFC is very top heavy. Pittsburgh and New England are good, but everyone else is poor. And and looking back, we should have just when you've got two mediocre teams, you might as well take the points. And and exactly. both both dogs ended up covering. Uh, we took the, the favored uh, Chiefs and and Jags. Um, two, you know, the Kansas City and Tennessee game was probably the most exciting game of the weekend. But that Jacksonville Buffalo game was a real dud. Well, I think Kelsey, if he stays in that Kansas City game, uh, the Chiefs. You could be right, but that case, it. you know. They've got they've got a lot of weapons that that Smith just couldn't get the ball to. I think that's the end of him in in Kansas City at this point. They'll go with their Mahomes, their first round pick yeah. next year. Yeah. Uh, disappointing, you know, sort of uh, end of the season collapse for that team that started so well. Uh, but yeah, I think some of that's on Alex Smith, and a lot of it's on on the coach. You know, yeah. I agree. Um, a, a, a real stinker that that Buffalo. Yeah, on the other AFC. Game. Yeah, that was. I was definitely rooting for Buffalo. They're they're kind of a fun team, but they just don't have the talent. Uh, the Jags did not play very well and sort of had one drive the whole game, um, and it's a, enough for a ten three win. You know. Yeah, uh, watching that game three to three forever, yeah. and I'm just doing other stuff. Yeah, I didn't exactly. even watch the whole game. Yeah, I, I watched more than I w- hope to admit because <laughs> uh, you know you think. 
that something's going to happen eventually that's interesting, but it, n- it never really did. Uh, Jacksonville sort of, you know, now is in a really tough spot, I think, coming into to Pittsburgh, a team they beat in this season. Uh, but I think New England and Pittsburgh have to be licking their chops about how, oh, those, how yeah. Tennessee and Jacksonville kick, are coming into this game. NFC, definitely more exciting. I think better teams. Uh, Atlanta, a gutsy win on the road, I think, against the Rams. They took everything the Rams had and, and, and led most of that game and, and really felt like they were, you know, in charge throughout. Um, we picked picked the Rams to cover and, and another outright dog winner, uh, the Atlanta Falcons, who are now going to go and are favored against Philly this week. Kind of crazy. Yeah, and what, what was kind of weird to me about that Rams game and perhaps revealing for our future betting strategy is just mm-hmm. uh, the veteran quarterback versus the inexperienced quarterback. Yep. And, you know, while I love that young Rams team, uh, I think they showed some jitters and, yep. you know, the big stage, they weren't quite ready for it. So I guess that means you're picking the Saints. Well, that's what <laughs> I, I'm going to get to that. But, yeah, that, that – I mean, the Maylocks, I'm going through it like, like ice water right now, <laughs> thinking about funny. this Vikings-Saints uh, yeah. game, but we'll get yeah. to that in a minute. All minute. right, sounds good. The Saints, I thought, were really impressive as well on Sunday night, um, playing Carolina. Carolina ends up covering. That becomes our win. Um, but New Orleans, you know, I, I thought at the end Carolina might steal that game. I mean, they're driving down with a game-winning touchdown, you know, inside the 15, I think, at one point for some penalties and sacks uh, backed them up. But uh, New Orleans seemed in control throughout. I, you know, it was – I mean, their defense gives up yardage. And that, you know, no game – you know, no lead is sort of safe with that New Orleans defense. But uh, they took care of business at home, and they move on uh, to play your Vikes this week. I saw a lot of drops mm-hmm. wild card weekend, too. And I just want yeah. to mention that uh, there were just a lot of dropped passes that were accurate passes, yep. including a couple by Cam. And um, it just it's different. Win or go home. Yeah, you know? I, agree. I mean, these guys it showed was, some nerves. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It was a disappointing, I thought, uh, you know, quality of football. When you think of you going to the playoffs and kind of taking all those bad teams out and you still see so many. I thought the Rams-Atlanta game was the best played game. You right. know, uh, the New Orleans-Carolina was, was better than the AFC, but still, yeah, like you said, there were, there were mistakes throughout. And that Carolina, I mean, Cam was not healthy. That, you know, that Carolina receiving core was beat up, and they were still slugging with, almost pulled that game out. And you just, you just think Carolina was not there at full strength and to stay in that long, maybe an indictment of the New Orleans defense. I don't know. But one and three, so we, we got to do some serious winning this week to get back to 500 for the playoffs. We're still, still well over. 500 for the year, but it starts with a really interesting game and a really interesting line. Those Atlanta Falcons are three-point favorites on the road against the number one seed in the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles. An amazing season for that team, but it came to a to a really screeching halt there with the loss of their quarterback. Can can they rebound, uh, right the ship, and uh, win a game at home? No. Wow. And that's a disappointment, and that's sort of a thread through this whole season is mm-hmm. players we'd love to see playing out, they're just hurt. Whether it's Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, Wentz, you name it, uh, it just seems like as fans we've lost out on some really entertaining moments with these guys. So Philadelphia, you know, when Foles first went out there after the Wentz injury and made – a nice throw to to lock yeah. in a win. 
in that game during which Wentz was injured, yep. people were hopeful that there wouldn't be a big drop-off with Foles. Mm-hmm. Then we see the games up to now, there's a big drop-off. Sure. And I mean, what, Wentz I think was, they're done. Was I think in, Philly's done, and it's really wow. sad because they, they were possibly going to run the table with Wentz. He was yep. hot. Team had a swagger. Possible MVP candidate, I yeah. would say. Yeah. And, 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 of course, you're not going to get that from your backup. You no. know. Uh, Gosh, that's a tough position, though. I mean, yeah, I, I understand, you know, taking the better QB. Yeah, I think you got to uh, take it. Philly's had two weeks, though. You got to, th- you know, I mean, that's the thing that, you know, you bring in a backup and he doesn't have enough time to get caught up. I mean, you got to at least think they're going to script the first three to five drives, you know, with the, and, you know, let him try to get some screen passes to the great running backs. and. But... Yeah. What do we know about weather? I mean, is that going to be a factor? I'm not sure. I mean, they've yeah, the the whole Northeast has been in an ice box, but I think uh, I, I don't have any info on on the weather at this point. But it will be outdoors. You know, Atlanta's I don't think is good outdoors. I'm just going to go with uh, Matt Ryan over Nick Foles. I mean, yep. uh, that's just it's very simplistic analysis. But I mean, that, that that's I it. Mean, I I really like when in doubt, you take the better quarterback. In the playoffs. And the teams are going in different directions. Atlanta is gaining confidence. Philly is sort of nervously wondering whether their backup quarterback's going to pull it off. Yeah. And, and I just think that that's. Well, and I mean, if the Vikings, I mean, if Atlanta wins and Vikings win, they get a home and another home game. So you got to be, you know, excited to see Atlanta right. go in there and get the win. Right. Yeah. So that's my pick on that one. I, I think we got to go Falcons, but. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that. All right. Um, kind of interesting how how that Falcons team has has changed. Um, the other game on Saturday is uh, the evening game. The New England Patriots the line is 13 and a half, hosting the Tennessee Titans. I mean, I, I, I mean, you know, you look at Philly, they're going to be all out to beat Atlanta. You look at Minnesota, they're going to be all out to beat New Orleans. I mean, I just think these two AFC teams are kind of excited to see a mediocre Tennessee team and a mediocre Jacksonville team come into their places and try to beat them, right? Well, let me ask you, what you've said at times this season is that Belichick sometimes doesn't show all his cards. Yes. So are we going to have a game where Belichick is so confident, and I think rightfully so, that his Patriots are going to handle the Titans, Mm -hmm. that he plays – Sort of cards close to the vest, simple football for some of this game, such that yeah, Tennessee backdoor covers. I could totally see that. I mean, I I, I, I could. Mean, you know, I mean, you you know, there there's no messing around in the playoffs. I think. I mean, but I, I could see that. Obviously, they they've got a lot lot riding, you know, and a lot. Uh, you know, they're keeping an eye on that Pittsburgh game for sure. If if those two favorites win, that's going to be a, a titanic struggle. Um, but have you have you read some of the New England news at it, coming at, that there's some there's turmoil turmoil between Belichick and Brady and their and the owner. I mean, a pretty interesting, pretty, you know, uh, so something you know, a, a ship that's sailed pretty straight and had Belichick had total control over. Um, there is you know some. Ah, some slide energy there. Yeah, there is. Vibe around there the is. I don't know. I mean, they let one of the things I've heard is they they gave away Garoppolo, and some of the fan base is yeah. wondering. Supposedly, Cleveland offered their first round pick, which would be the number four pick in the draft right now for him. Um, 
the the Patriots turned that down. They wanted to get him out of the AFC, these other things. But man, a top, you know, it would have been the Houston pick, which Houston at that time was like three and four. You know, Deshaun Watson ends up getting hurt, and the team just kind of falls apart. But so you weren't sure that it was the number four pick. But now you look back and think, geez, you know, you take this Patriots team and you add another monster talent to it. And well, I mean, I'm just. You could throwing see, it out there that yeah. uh, taking Tennessee, not because we think they have any chance of winning, yeah. but losing by 10? What do you think? I mean, is I'm this okay with a it. complete blowout, or can Tennessee hang around and lose by 10? <sighs> Heck, lose by 13 and still. I mean, yeah, you just want – I mean, they were Tennessee was in, in, in the ballpark getting blown out against Kansas City last week. Um Mariota made some, you know, I mean, you just kind of can see a Mariota pick six in this game, can't you? Always. Yeah. But, uh, you know, let's say the weather's a factor and all I'm that. Cool that. Points scored, yep. you know? Yep. Um, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I love taking dogs and starting a game up, up by 13 is pretty darn good. Well, then let's take, let's take Tennessee. All right. I'm cool with that. Again, folks, not because Tennessee has any chance of winning. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, it does. It does look like they're calling for uh, cold weather. Um, looks clear, but you know, in the in around you know in the in the low teens and maybe single digits. So yeah, that, you could see seventeen seven right kind yeah. of game, and that would be an interesting one. It would be nice to see Tennessee uh, at least give them some troubles for for a half or three quarters. Um, and yeah, if the, if they pull out the monster upset, more power to them. So we click to Sunday, then Pittsburgh is seven-point favorites at home against Jacksonville. Uh, Blake Bortles looked terrible, I thought, um, in that Buffalo game. Uh, Buffalo team that just didn't do anything offensively gave Jacksonville so many chances, and he was bad. He ended, ended up running, you know, to kind of get the offense going. But disappointing effort. Uh, Pittsburgh got blown out by Jacksonville earlier this year, and I think they're a little mad about it. I like the Steelers. I do, too. I think this is the easiest pick. Yep. And at the risk of jinxing the pick by calling it the easiest one, I think we take the Steelers minus seven. I'm cool with that, too. Was, um, yeah, I Which agree. brings us dun, 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 dun. to the fourth game. The Minnesota Vikings are at home minus oh. five. Vegas zone odds there. Oh. Uh, the New Orleans Saints. Wow. Interesting game. Teams with some history. You asked for this. I'm not sure what you were doing by that. I'm not um, sure anymore either. Though, um, I got a lot to say about this game, but I'll try to keep it limited. <laughs> so I wake up this morning, and I always read the Minneapolis paper. It's called the Star Tribune. Yep. And uh, I, at ele- age 11, I am at, uh, or age 10, soon to be 11, I am at the old Metropolitan Stadium uh, in the NFC Championship game between the Vikings and the Dallas Cowboys and that infamous to me, not famous, Hail Mary uh, pass that Staubach threw to win the game. That rears its ugly head this time of year every year for me. And there were three different articles about that game mm-hmm. when, you know, everybody thinks in the 70s that was the 1975 team. That was the best Vikings team in terms of a chance to win the Super Bowl, and we got robbed at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, found out today, and, and I never knew this, that Fran Tarkenton's father passed away from a heart attack while watching his son play in that game. 
That's incredible. And so, wow, talk about some weird negative energy coming yeah. in. But you fold that into a bounty gate with Favre and the Saints, and lots of comments about that and what's coming out of the Vikings uh, locker room on Bounty Gate is that while the fan base is all worked up, including me, about revenge for that, uh, there there's only uh, B-Rob, we call him, the pass rusher, Brian Robeson, who is from that team. Right. And he's like, that. That was that's ancient history. Mm-hmm. None of the players are worried about that. Right. I agree. Uh, you know, but I am. <laughs> uh, and so, anyway, um, New Orleans is not the same team that the Vikings beat in week one with Bradford lighting it up and being offensive player of the week. I mean, New Orleans is playing great. And, frankly, um, I'm a little surprised. I think this one opened at Minnesota – Minus four, hmm. and then it moved to minus five. Wow. Uh, people are really back in the Vikes. Um, I'm worried about this game, Tim. I mean, what do you think? <laughs> you think New Orleans goes in and just crushes my guys? Uh, no. Um, we got Keenum against Breeze. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, advantage Breeze for sure. Um, but I think advantage Minnesota in in the two weeks in the defense. Um, this is just a team that's found a way to win games. And uh, obviously that can come to, you know, like that, that can change dramatically when you get to these just one and outs. But I, I liked their defense to be able to put a lid on New Orleans. Um, you know, that Carolina did a great job stopping that. I mean, the New Orleans run game has really been great all year long. I mean, they've got both two guys over 1,500 yards. It's pretty incredible. But we're um, number one D against right, the run. Right, exactly. I think that's a that's – a, and, you know, Carolina stopped them last week, so it can be done. Home field for the Vikes. Yep. It's a loud venue. Breeze had that long touchdown. I mean, I think, you know, I think they, you know, they can you know, kind of uh, big play you a little bit. Um but yeah, I think all the pressure is on Case Keenum, and that's that, that's scary. I mean, and he seems to welcome it. I know, I know. I mean, you know, we went through that tough stretch of the schedule late, and everybody thought, "Ooh, he's going to cave, or he's going right. to show his real colors, or what?" No, he stepped up, made the throws, and um, I I think the first quarter is massive in this game because I don't think Keenum can. If you're down fourteen to three, I don't think Keenum can come. You know, but if you're up. You know, ten seven, and uh, things are going okay. I think he's totally competent back there. Yeah. Uh, I think they uh, Minnesota needs a fast start. They need to get that crowd excited instead of nervous. You know, you know how which teams, is going to be yeah, a tall task. Exactly. Yeah, everybody's going to be just a wreck. Yeah, in, in at Vikings Nate, but but uh, the the rest really helped. I've been I reading so. about Kyle Rudolph. Nursing that bad ankle, and mm-hmm. now he's feeling great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting other guys on the line back out there. Um, you know, just having all that time to heal. Yep. And New Orleans has a few guys dinged up. Uh, I was reading this morning oh, yeah. that uh, a couple of their key players are are dinged up. So that was an all-out victory. You know, win last week against Carolina. I think that was a. Yeah, that was a t- t- tough, tough slog. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the benefit of having that buy. But I'll tell you, um, there is absolutely no way in the world 
that I would take the Saints <laughs> in this game. So may, do so I need to recuse myself? No, I mean, what, I, I, what are we talking about on this pick? I'm okay. I'm, t- I'm okay taking the Vikings. Um, I think I, I, Guardedly? Guardedly, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, yeah. like you said, it wouldn't surprise you if if uh, New Orleans plays fantastic and, and, and has that Viking team on the rope and and sort of – yeah, sort of breeze just like you, just like you said with the Atlanta Philadelphia breeze the better quarterback he makes the plays and you know the Vikings sort of get behind the eight ball and it goes downhill but I think I think I like the extra week of uh, rest I like being at home uh, the the line is five instead of seven you know and thirteen what about uh, five Tim I mean that's an unusual line that's 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 what I call Vegas zone from four to five and a half is when because Vegas always loves to be at three loves to be at seven loves to be at th- 13, loves to be at 14. When they go to five, they're a little lost. And uh, I'm, I'm usually suspicious. If I could, if I could not pick this game, I would, you know, five is, five is a strange number. It is. Um, but I, yeah, I, I think we, I think we go with your boys. They've, they've been fantastic uh, against the spread and straight up all year long. Um, uh, yeah, I'd be very nervous about that first quarter. I think the defense has to, you know, I think you just kick away. You get a three and out. Um, you know, you go up three nothing, and maybe people to exhale and, and feel good because I think if Breeze goes down and has a quick drive for seven, I think uh, Minnesota's in trouble. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, Keenum's first playoff appearance. It's not, okay. not a good play. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we'll just have to see. In a lot of ways, this Viking season has been a nice surprise. I it's mean, it's been incredible. You know, like if, if if you step back and look, was Minnesota right out of the box expected to win everything? Well, <laughs> Sports Illustrated had them going pretty deep with Bradford. Yep. Then you lose Bradford and Cook. If if everyone sort of predicting how the season would unfold assumed the Vikings would be with Case Keenum and no Dalvin Cook yep. and no Bradford, there's no way in the world they're going to be picked to go very far. Yep. And so I feel like – I don't feel like we're running on, you know, Disneyland fumes here or anything, but I yep. think it is a bit of a Cinderella season. And I agree. I just hope – that, that it doesn't burst this game, you know, uh, yep. and that we just play solidly and don't have one of these way too many penalties, way too many turnovers. You know, if you'll recall that Bounty Gate uh, loss with Favre, we had five turnovers in that game. Mm-hmm. And that was in New Orleans. But, you know, if we can hang on, protect the football, and play our strong D – not give up the big plays to Breeze, you know. I think we got a really decent chance at at winning this thing. But the minus five, it, it just has me scratching my head, and it's almost like begging for some sort of contrarian pick. You know, yeah. I don't know why this line hasn't tightened down to a pick. Oh or come on! Closer. Yeah, just just with Breeze and that, how well they're doing. That's and crazy. Keno. That's crazy. Here's or the, the three. You know, the standard edge you give a home team or something. Gosh. But five. I mean, 
Minnesota is better, I think, at, at most positions. I mean, okay. quarterback is the one you're not. I mean, and that's the most important position. But <laughs> I think the defense has been outstanding. They beat New Orleans already this year. I mean, yeah, you'd, you'd have to give them the, say they're the better team. Okay, well, I like hearing that. I, I need to hear that over and over. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know. Yeah, it, it'll be a fun one. And I think, it'll be good. I think um, – you know, I think the playoffs have been pretty boring so far. This might be another boring round, but man, once we get once we get to next week, if we do get New England, Pittsburgh, if we do get a Minnesota, Philly, or Minnesota, Atlanta, that be those will be some really fun games. And right, right. Hope we get back to 500 uh, to get there. So we're taking Atlanta minus three, taking Tennessee plus 13 and a half, taking Pittsburgh minus seven, and we're taking the Minnesota Vikings minus five. Any Super Bowl champ prediction uh, at, when we're at the Elite Eight round? Who do you think is going to win the whole thing? It's embarrassing to say New England again, right? But, I mean, they just... If you throw New England out, <sighs> Vikes or Saints? Or Phil, or uh, Pittsburgh? Yeah. I don't think I Pittsburgh don't can think beat Pitt- New England. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think New England's a shoe-in from the AFC. Um, yeah, and I could see... I think the NFC is definitely the more interesting side. I could, I, th- I think Minnesota has the inside track, um, but you could totally see Atlanta, New Orleans, uh, you know, being there, right? Um, it would be fun to see. A, yeah, gosh, I, I, I guess if you told me right now, I'd say Minnesota versus New England, um, but I would, I would not. I, I think in Atlanta, you know, a Super Bowl rematch would be uh, is is po- is possible. It's possible. Yep. yep. Winning two games on the road is really tough for that, or three games, obviously, for Atlanta. Uh, would be really tough winning at LA last week, winning at Philly, and then they'd have to play either at Minnesota or New Orleans. So, a, a tough road for them, but uh, some really fun games. Uh, hopefully, we get get through this one and we get on to the uh, conference championships next week. Okay, go Vikes! All right, thanks for listening, guys. Take care. <laughs>